Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you are our shield and our buckler. Thank you that your favor compasses us like a shield. Thank you for that, God. Thank you that we can praise you for who you are. That last week, Elder Robert brought a lesson, and he said that we can't fear God if we don't know God. And it's so true. And to come in and, and start looking at all those names, you know, God is a multifaceted God, as Dana just said in prayer, that he's a multifaceted God. And the angels do nothing but cry holy as they see another facet of God. Oh, my goodness. It's beyond anything that we can think with our natural mind. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. Amen? Because I, I cannot comprehend God I can't comprehend him in my natural self. So I need the Holy Ghost. And, and it's been really fun this week to just look at those names. You know, you are Jehovah Sid Canoe. That's my righteousness. He's my righteousness. There's nothing I do that makes me righteous. He's my righteousness. And, and Jehovah Shammah, really, I love that one because he is here He's here. He would never leave me and never forsake me. He is right here. Where two or three are gathered together in his name, there I am. Jehovah Shammah, right there in the presence of them. Hallelujah. We, ha we serve an awesome, awesome God. And, and we're starting to look at the fear of the Lord. You know, in Proverbs, I think it's 9, 10, it says that the, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Okay? And I need some wisdom. And it is wisdom to fear God. Amen. Um, fear is different from fear. It's different from scared. I ain't scared of God. But Pastor Eileen, I heard Pastor Eileen say one time, but, it, but, but if you're going to be afraid of something, <laughs> be afraid of the one that can kill you and send your soul to hell. But we're not afraid of God. Um, fear to be afraid, is, I, I have something to hide if I'm afraid of God. Because remember, that's what Adam did when he sinned. He immediately hid. Immediately he hid. And so he was afraid that God was going to expose him. He was afraid that God, he, God was going to find out what he did. He was afraid. But fear is to be afraid of being separated from God. Get that? The fear of the Lord is to be afraid of being separated from God. Terrified that I'm not, I, if I lose that connection with God. You know, I'm afraid to do something that's going to separate me from him. I don't know because it doesn't say it, but Barbara's translation and, and figuring and stuff like that, I believe that that is what Jesus spent those hours in the Garden of Gethsemane doing when he prayed so hard that he sweat drops of blood. There was such anguish because he knew that the Father was fixing to separate from him. I don't think for one minute 
that he was concerned about this physical body. I don't think he was concerned about the physical body because he knew that this body was just a tent, it's just a house, that the spirit is the real man. And I don't think that he was concerned about his physical body. I don't think that that caused him to sweat drops of blood. I really believe that it was because he knew the father was fixing to separate. He was going to turn his back on him. And that's what he was like, God, if there's any other way we can do this, please, I don't want to be separated from you. And that is the fear of the Lord right there. The fear of the Lord to know that I cannot be separated from God. He is my creator. He is the lover of my soul. He is the one that gives me life. He's the one that protects me and provides for me. And everything that I need is in him. I can't be separated from him. That's the fear of the Lord. Not afraid of him. But afraid to not be with him. Amen. Um, we've been looking at the book Fear of the Lord by John Bevere, and it's an excellent book as everything I've ever read from him is, is excellent. Um, and he starts off looking at the children of Israel and how God brought them out of Egypt so he could bring them to himself. That was the whole point. He brought them out so he could bring them to himself. And let's just go look at Exodus 19. And verse 4. He says, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on Ingles. Ingles. <laughs> I, I think I might be a little bit, you know, just a wee bit tipsy. I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. That's what the whole thing was to do, was bring him to himself. Y'all, I'm sorry, but every time the presence of God comes around, you know, you get a little, woo. Because that glory comes in. Our natural bodies are not accustomed to glory. You know, we're not accustomed to glory. He says, be not, uh, whoa. <laughs> hey, don't be drunk on wine. But be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so whenever we get around the Holy Ghost, we kind of feel a little lightheaded. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world. Hallelujah. He brought them to himself. That was what he wanted to do, was to bring them out of Egypt so he could bring them to himself, so he could have a people that he could communicate with and he could have relationship with and he could talk to. That's what he said. Y'all go prepare yourself so you can come up to the mountain and, and, and hear me and meet me and I, I can't wait to be with you, right? And what'd they do? James 5, four, somewhere in James. <laughs> I know it's verse 5. says that he yearns for us. That's a deep, that's deep, that's deep, y'all. That's deep. <laughs> hey, you ever had a yearning? Yearn for some chocolate cake or, you know, you can't get it out of your mind. It's like, ugh. Pastor left a pecan pie at my house Wednesday. 
That thing would not leave my mind. I was yearning for it, you know? I could hear it calling me. <laughs> and Jesus, that's how he feels about us, y'all. That's how he feels about us. He's like, come talk to me. Please come be with me. I love you more than anything I ever created. I love you. And I want to be with you. So he took them out of Egypt so they could come be with him. And they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him. Hmm. He just wants relationship. That's what he wants. But they were afraid of him and they drew back. They drew back away from him. And to them his voice sounded like thunder. Because they drew back and were afraid. Did you want to say something? Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. A special treasure. He, he, he spoke those words to Freedom Ministries. <laughs> Just let him take it over. Um, yesterday morning when I was praying, this came out of me. Wonder if the tongues that we pray, we know it's our heavenly language, but is it, sorry, is it this? Because when I thought of that, my life changed. I hadn't been able to read enough word because I said, God, if this is, what I'm praying, because when you read Acts chapter 2, he said the Holy Ghost came upon them as tongues of fire, and those tongues of fire came on him, on them, and they started speaking in other tongues, and different people heard from different nations, from different places. What were they saying to them that they heard in their language? The Bible says they were declaring the works of God. They were declaring the miracles of God. So if they're quoting this word, what we just did in prayer, of who God is and what he's done and how he's, his miracles operate, then the people said, what must I do to be saved? Because every time they opened their mouth, the word of God was coming out. So what that did in me, if it's not the word of God, I don't want to say it. If it's something negative against my brother or sister, I don't need to say it. It's not the word of God. So I'm not saying it is the word of God, but what else are we saying? Because it is our heavenly language. And all languages, you know, you got all these different languages. So if it's my heavenly language, what is it? What am I praying? Because he said this book will last forever. So the more I get this in me now... Because I believe we're going to be taught it forever. I believe that we're going to sit at his feet and this is what he's going to teach. And I know everything he knows is not in here. But what it did for me is changed my life. I saw the, the importance of the word in a greater way. Because as I'm reading this, I'm reading the language of God. As I read this, I'm reading the heavenly language. And I'm bringing the heavenly language onto the earth. 
because John says, one, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So then you go to verse 14, it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory and the glory as, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Word walked the earth, and that's what God's trying to get it to do today through us. So when you go to people's houses, the Word dwelling among them? When I go, is the Word walking in the room. Hallelujah. So doesn't that spark a flame to, to study and to read and say, this just might be his language. This is the word of God. So when I'm praying in tongues, and then an interpretation will come most of the time in English. So maybe we're praying the heavenly language, and then it gets interpreted into our language so we can understand. It's just something to think about. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Cindy. Pastor, when you were talking, the Holy Spirit sh took me to Romans where he says that uh, likewise the Spirit helps our infirmities for we don't know what we should pray as we ought. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That's his word. Oh, my Jesus. And we know that all things work to good, for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. And then he said, now go to Jude. <laughs> he said, but you, beloved, building up your most, most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Faith comes by hearing <laughs> and hearing by the word. Hallelujah. He also said, yeah, he said, now I'm going to go away. And they said, we want to go with you. You can't go with me. But the whole time he's here, he's speaking the word of his father. He said, I don't, I don't say anything that I don't hear my father say. It doesn't say I don't do just, it doesn't only say I don't do anything. It's, he said, I don't say anything that I don't hear my father say. So he said, I'm going to go away, but I'm going to send you another comforter. What form did that comforter come in? Tongues. Hey, part of it. You know, I know the Holy Ghost is more. But what was the outward sign of the Holy Ghost coming upon somebody? Tongues. What are my tongues supposed to be declaring? The word of God, the mighty works of God, the miracles of God. Hallelujah. So he said, I'm going to send you another, another comforter. That is his word. That's the Holy Ghost, but it's his word. That, because he wasn't going to be dwelling among, I mean, he's going to be dwelling in us. But he wasn't going to be walking the earth anymore to declare that. So he had to have a people. Because when they were praying and speaking in tongues and Peter got up and preached, he said, they're not drunk as you suppose, but they're full of the Holy Ghost. And he said, in the last days, my sons and daughters are going to prophesy. They're going to prophesy. So he left something to us to declare and walk the earth and declare the word of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just give him praise for that word? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stir it up in us, God, that every time we speak, we're speaking the oracles of God. 
We're speaking the word of God, and if it's not the word, I need to check my mouth, God. I need to watch what I say. I need to, I might mess up a little bit getting used to this, but I can repent and start over and say, forgive me. I shouldn't have said that. And start speaking the word of God, and your whole life will change. Your atmosphere, your wife, your husband, your children. Hallelujah. Hey. Yeah, da, 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 by Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm speaking the word of God on the earth. And when I speak the word of God, the whole earth's going to be filled with the glory of God. Because he's going to have sons and daughters marching through the land, speaking the words of God everywhere. And as the word comes, deliverance is coming. Breakthrough's coming. Financial deliverance, spiritual, physical. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You said you confirm your word with signs following. And as we speak your word, then signs follow your word. Signs, wonders, and miracles. And when they got up to preach, the people said, what must I do? They didn't have to ask people, do you want to be saved? They spoke forth the word, and the people said, what must I do to be saved? And he said, repent and be baptized. Hallelujah. And get this Holy Ghost, because then you'll be another soldier walking the land to and fro, speaking the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, God. That's wonderful, and it, and it and, and I thought this, <laughs> um, in, in 1 Corinthians 2, let's just look at that, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and let's start in verse uh, 9, hallelujah, that was wonderful, it probably is the word, <laughs> that we are speaking the word, yes. It's very important, and it's important to God. Like she said, he hangs the world on his word. You know, he, he created the world. The, everything that we see, he created it with his word. His word is very important. It's the only thing that won't pass away. Amen? Okay, verse 9, it says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Oh, my God. But God has revealed them through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. For what man knows the things for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. And just like she said, God knows there's more than, than, than what is written here. And so whenever we do hook up with the Holy Ghost and we do allow him to pray through us, he's revealing things that we cannot know. It is the word of God. I believe that is a revelation from God. That it is the word of God. And he's revealing those things. He says in, in Jeremiah 29, you know, I know the plans I have for you. You don't know those plans. But I know them. And so hook up with my spirit. And let my spirit search the deep things of God. And let my spirit reveal those things to you. Ha! Shandarabosete. 
Hallelujah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful that we can allow the Spirit of God to just start praying the mind of God, the Word of God, the thoughts of God through me. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome that we can allow, that we, you know, just praying. Hooking up with God, and we start praying the will of God. Y'all, that kind of excited me and blew my mind for a second. That me, little old country girl that lives in the sticks, you know, can pray the will of God. I don't know the will of God, but the spirit that lives in me does. And he prays that through me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No wonder God wants us. He wants us so that we can bring forth his will. Okay. Hebrews 8, verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. Another place says their word into their mind and write them into their hearts. So he left us the word of God. It's written in my heart. And the Bible says the Holy Ghost is the one that reminds us of the word. So when we read his word, if I don't have anything in there, he may be <laughs> trying to really search for that word. But God said he, he wrote it on our heart already. So so when we read it, it, it comes into unity with the the one he, the word that he wrote in us, but if we'll read it and study it and look at it and listen, I put it in my ear every night. Put it in your ear. Um, some people don't like to read. Put it on your phone. It's it's good to read it though. But put it on your phone and clean your house and listen to the whole book of Romans while you clean the living room, and you get the whole book in you. You know, so he already wrote that on us. But the Holy Ghost comes and reminds us of that word. So that's why sometimes a word will come in and you'll think, I don't know that's in the Bible. Well, it's already written on your heart. Amen. I didn't know that was in the Bible. And God's like, you'll be in prayer and he'll give, you a, he'll give you a fresh word. He'll give you rhema word, revelation in your life. Like, like, well, I didn't know that was in the Bible. And then all of a sudden, all these things will come to you like did with, with me with this. I wrote it on y'all's heart. I wrote the comforter. So he came with the word. Uh, God, Jesus left, but he left you another comforter, and he's full of the word. They're three in one. They're all the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God is written in my heart, and his laws are on my mind. Hallelujah. Thank you for that word, God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. When he told us how to be saved and be baptized, is he telling us strictly baptism with water or baptism of the Holy Ghost? Because we got, we have got, I have got to have the Holy Ghost in me to even stay saved. You know, it, it is the Holy Ghost and the power thereof that gives me the strength to. So.
to go to heaven. I don't believe we don't have to have the baptism to go to heaven, mm -hmm. but he is the one that draws us to salvation. Mm -hmm. So, but in, like those immersing different levels, I don't have to have that to go to heaven, but for me personally, it helped me live a victorious life. Yes. That's right. the best way yes. I can explain. Yes. yes. Well, the, the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost is uh, proof that you have been redeemed, you have been born again. You can't born yourself again. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's something, and baptism is something that happened to you. Not by you, but to you. Even water baptism. So if you're baptized into a new life, something has to do that for you. And that person is the Holy Spirit. And then he doesn't leave you because he's baptizing you into himself. Which he's the only one that can do that. But let me tell you something about the word, if I might load you up with something. Uh, the, the, the Bible is a translation of the word. Now listen, the heavenly language, and that's nice. You gave it to me. I did not steal the word. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the, what was that? Uh, let, me, let me tell you. The heavenly language is Hebrew. God spoke Hebrew when he created the world. And there was a reason for it. This a letter, an A is an A. These words are big, that's what you get. But when you start speaking Hebrew, learn Hebrew and speak it, each letter is loaded. It's not only a word, it's a number, and it's not only one word, it's several it's things. Amazing. When you start unloading the letter, you can just unload it and unload it and unload it. Then you put those letters together and make words, that even gets more loaded. Now look, and scientists have proven this. The world is still growing. The universe is still multiplying. Why? God spoke it into existence by Hebrew. And he's just unloading the whole thing. <laughs> it just keeps, it keeps multiplying itself. That's what Hebrew does. God, God was a Hebrew. And when we get to heaven, we will speak Hebrew. It's That's a supernatural cool. language. And another reason I know that is because Satan hates it. And he's tried to kill it. it they, they lost the language for several years. And now it's coming back because we're in the last days. We need to learn it. We need to learn who our God is, who our Father is, and what he gave us in the Hebrew language. And he tells us to speak it like he did, and it just keeps unloading. And you you got a load in here if you'll use it. And when you begin to speak that and, and, and get into it, get it in you through the Holy Spirit and learn what he wants to do and say through this word, you can start speaking yes, that. Yes, hallelujah. And you'll be surprised 
Thank you. Thank you. Well, the Bible says study to show yourself. Prove yourself. If you don't study, you ain't a very good Christian. And you may not even be a Christian. Because this is what we feast on. This is what feeds us. This is what keeps us. The Holy Spirit's involved in this. He's involved in me. And if and he wants me to want this because that's the way he reveals himself to me in my heart and what God wants me to do. This is important. Even in English, that's all we got. But God wants us to know more. How many of you got a God bigger than we are? Bigger than the car. Is God bigger than the house? Oh, yeah. Can he bigger than the house? Hmm. Well, if he was living inside of me, he'd be sticking out all over. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He needs to be sticking out all over. Monica and Rhonda, hands are going up everywhere. Hallelujah. Thank you. Huh? <laughs> It's the word. But when you and Pastor start talking about what God is in, in us, I mean, this, I could explode. I mean, it's just, it makes it just. And that's, that's where the fear of the Lord comes in because that reverence means to awe. You stand in awe of him. To know that it's ooh. honor the word, honor the Holy Spirit. That we don't fear God if we don't honor the Holy Spirit. He's part of God. Yes. He's a gift that He gave us, yes. and that's walking in that fear. Go ahead, Monica. Oh my goodness, I'm about to bust. Oh, this is good. Um, we were in prayer the other day, and that scripture came out that every idle word that we spoke, that we speak, we will be held accountable for. It's important. And so I'm sitting here, and I'm listening, and I heard what Pastor said about letting the word come out of our conversation. Let the word be what we speak. And I, I just went back to, oh, my God. God, you said the tongue was a little bitty member, and who can tame it but you? So before I was born again, my, my conversation was unholy. Once I become born again, I had to learn. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, you said you'd teach me all things, and you would bring all things to my remembrance. Show me how to, how to speak. Yes. Because my words were not holy. I want to be holy, God. He started changing my conversation. Amen. He started changing the cuss words. And then Ephesians, we just studied it last week, changed the old conversation. Step into the new conversation of, of God's word and what he has to say over yes. us. Then this morning, speak what the word says. And I flipped over and was continuing to read out of um, Second First Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 3, excuse me. It said, every man's work shall be made manifest. 
for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If a man's work abide with him, if a man's work abide with he, he who built it thereupon, if it's built on Jesus, if it's built on that right conversation, he shall receive a reward and every other thing else will be burned up. So I said, oh my Jesus, Oh, my Jesus, it's like healing, God. I can grab a hold of this, and I yes. can be changed today. I yes. can be changed this yes. morning. So I just, I wanted to repent and ask God for every idle word that I spoke that was not right. Yes. That was not what he wanted me to say. When I witness to somebody, when I go out to minister to people, I grab a hold of this by faith. Yes. Not by hope, but by faith, by God, faith. that you can change my conversation, that the words that come out of my mouth will be what you want me to say yes. and not what I want to say. And I do repent and ask you to cleanse my mouth, cleanse yes. my tongue, cleanse my, cleanse mouth, my conversation, God. cleanse my spirit, yes. that I will be in right standing me, with God. you. And just like Mary said, I yes. had every word in my heart, God, that your word will be hidden down on the inside of me, that I will be changed from the inside out, God. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for it, God. That's why David said, I hide your words in my heart so I won't sin against you. I He's reading that word. He's eating that word. He's devouring that word. Yes. Um, Isaiah chapter 6, it says in the year, verse 1, The year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. We're talking about the fear of the Lord. Covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So they're, they're crying out, Holy, Holy, Holy. And Isaiah sees himself in that reverence. He sees that his lips need the coal of fire on them. Amen. For God to touch our lips. and. Cleanse our lips, God, with your coal of fire. God, I receive that anointing on my life that I speak forth the word. I speak forth the oracles of God. Yes, and we thank you that Brother Floyd shows how we can go deeper and get in the Hebrew language, God. But we just thank you for your word. We thank you that heaven and earth will not, heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will not. And we put it in our hearts. We join in with what you've already written in our hearts, God. And we, we just thank you that as we do that, you'll confirm that word with signs following. But I see myself. I see where I have spoken where I didn't need to speak. I see where I, I went past what I needed to say. And I do ask you to forgive me and cleanse my lips today. Thank you, God, for giving me a revelation, giving me showing me the importance of reading your word, showing the importance of studying, showing the importance of, because we're to agree, and if the word that's in me agrees with the word that I'm reading, I shall ask anything in your name, and it will be done for me. 
Thank you, Jesus, for showing us this powerful word today that you are king, you are God, you are almighty, you're all-powerful, and none of us is everywhere at the same time like you are. But God, we thank you, Jesus, that you're the Lord of hosts, that, that you have something to say to us, and as we read your word, you'll open up your mysteries to us, and you'll speak mysteries to us, God, and you'll show us things, your secrets, that, that uh, when that secret place, you'll show us your secrets, God. We just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Y'all know that John 15, chapter 15, is my favorite in the Bible. And it says in there that if you will abide in my word, and my word abides in you, so I have to live in his word. And when I live in his word, his word lives in me, and I can ask anything. And if, you, and if you're not hungry for the word of God, you need to eat the word of God. You need to start getting in it and really reading it, and then you'll develop that hunger. I was I was thinking as uh, Pastor was speaking initially about the the word being the tongues, and I thought I've often wondered why. I, sometimes it's, it seems like my prayer language is one word. Well, there for a while I did not read my word. I didn't. It was complicated and hard, and I didn't read it. And um, and my prayer language is, is slightly more extensive now, but my studying has been slightly more extensive too. Huh. <laughs> hmm, makes, you, makes you go, hmm. I heard someone say that. I was, uh, I don't even know who it was. And they said, if you're not hungry, it's because you're not eating. You need to eat more. And so that makes us hungry. When we start getting in that word and we're like, Oh my God! And you see something in that word, and and it it just develops that hunger in you. And so, homework. This is Sunday school homework. This week is read the Word of God. And when you start losing yourself, go pull yourself back and read the Word of God. I'm, I was thinking about something a little bit, and and because and I hadn't really been sure what to think about it. I guess until Pastor said that this morning and, it, and that God brought that to my remembrance about um, how uh, we are Holy Ghost can only draw out of me what's what's in me that's what he speaks to me is is what's in me and I and just as an encouragement because I know um, I talk to people a lot and, and I hear I don't know how to even start with the Bible it feels very intimidating but you know what the the key is, is that you just read the Bible. The first time I went to World Conference, I remember that I heard uh, Dr. Cirillo preaching, and I understood about this much of what he said, but six, nine, 12 months later, I'm in prayer, and all of a sudden, because it's prophetic, and oh, oh now I understand what he meant. Now I, now I get it. But the word is even more powerful and prophetic, and so I just, all I'm, all I do is read and I study, and and I all that matters is that I read it because whenever right. I'm in prayer one day and and I'm sitting there and I probably even forgot what I read in my mind, but I'm in prayer and it is written on my heart because there is something supernatural that happens when I put that word into me 
And then when I'm in prayer, all of a sudden there's a scripture I don't even remember reading, but I know it's in there, and the Holy Spirit says that's, that's the word. And then I can connect my spirit up with that word, and something supernatural can happen. Amen. I think when we read it, it makes us aware of it. He yeah. said he wrote it in there, but if I don't read it, I'm not aware yeah. that it's in there. It kind of wakens us up. And, but I wanted to share Alicia's revelation uh, in prayer the other day. When we're talking about if you're not hungry for the word, because if you don't eat natural food, you get less hungry. So uh, after a while, you know. So she said, if you eat snacks of the world, you fill up on them too, and you're not hungry. <laughs> I just want to say, um, Adelaide asked me about a week ago. Now she's nine, and she's she's been reading the Bible like little since the little picture Bible. I mean, I don't just the grace of God that because that wasn't something I put in her because not all three of my kids do that but she does she always has and um but she come to me last week and she said mama if God will speak to me why do I have to read the Bible because he will he'll speak to me but I'm as I'm listening it it is blowing my mind and it's coming back to every word because she'll come and tell me God said this God said this God said, fear not, when she's four years old and having nightmares. God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you when she's however old and her grandma passed. Every word she's ever came and shared with me is from the Bible, is something that she's read. She just didn't make that connection that that is the way he's speaking to her. And um, it's just made me excited because I can go tell her, but remember this, remember this. It wasn't that she didn't want to read the Bible, but that disconnect in her mind, you know, was, well, if I can do it this way, why do I got to do it this way? But this way is the way that's getting it this way. <laughs> this way is the way for all of it. I just, amen. <laughs> we develop a love for the word, a love, a hunger and a love. And it's something, it is my food. It is life. That's what Peter said. Where are we going to go? You have the words of life. He, su he said that to the word. You know, Jesus is the word. He said, you have the words of life. And so whenever I start reading the Bible and I just start taking the word of God into me, life has to come. It has to because the word is life. Amen. Thank you for the word, for giving us the word of God. Thank you that I can read your word, and it goes on the inside of me. As Pastor said, there's something supernatural that happens when I read the word of God. He engraves it on my heart yet the more, and the Holy Spirit reminds me of all the things that Jesus said, that the word said. That's Old and New Testament, because he is the word. Amen? So I thank you, Father. Thank you for the word. Thank you that, you that you give us a way to develop hunger for your word, that you give us a love for your word, and we just want to devour your word and eat it every single day because it is nourishment to me. Thank you for that, God. And Forgive us for those idle words, those times that we just spoke things out of our head that was against the word of God. Forgive me for doing that. And I thank you that your words are hidden in my heart. And from now on, life will come from my mouth. 
Thank you for that, Father. In the name of Jesus, seal this in us. And remember that this week our homework is read the Word of God. Read it. Remembering Michelle speaking so prophetically over her husband, calling him Hebrew the whole when we were at the party. Pastor Casey is Hebrew. All men are supposed to brew coffee. All men make the coffee. Because it's in the Bible that all men are supposed to make coffee. Hebrew. She is prophetic that her husband speaks Hebrew. I know sometimes when we're praying, it, it does sound like I'm going, <laughs> you know, they have a real breathy. Hebrew is real breathy, you know. They don't say it. They thank you for the Hebrew language, God. Yes. Yes. Read the book of John. If you're if you, you're starting the word, read the word. Read the book of John. Read it over and over and over, and that's going to get in you because the word in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Hallelujah! And He became flesh, and He dwelt. <laughs> it's just so good. Hallelujah! Sunday school is over. Thank y'all. Read the word.